0: Broadcasting from New York, New York, it's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. We're weighing in on the OC and Salt Lake City housewives, from Kelly Dodd to Mary Cosby. Hashtag Free Britney comes to FX. Jeopardy producers hate on Katie Couric. And resident idiot Piers Morgan slams the late Larry King. Chloe Reeves rejoins the Rants. Let the ranting begin. I am joined virtually by my L.A. friend. She's a creative director at a digital ad agency, and she's been on the podcast a couple times. Please welcome back Chloe Reese. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, Grant.
1: Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, uh, it's know, so good to hear from you. One of my resolutions for 2021 is to finally start my own podcast. Not Not like the world needs another one, but <laughs> if I ever do get that up and running, I would love for you to be my first guest.
0: Oh, I'd love to do it. I love guesting on shows. And it's like the invitations don't come as often as they used to these days. And I have something to say. So I'd love to support you. Let's get started with a few topics on the podcast. First of all, how are things in L.A.?
1: Well, surprisingly, it rained yesterday. And as you know, that is like everything stops when it rains in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's always fun, I guess, to be on the other side where a, a day that it rains is like a special occasion. I used <laughs> to live on the East Coast and in Europe where, you know, most days it does rain and a sunny day is a special occasion. So it's fun to be on the other side of that. Um, but other than that, L.A. is, you know, still pretty much in in total lockdown. We uh, you know, wearing masks everywhere—it's become kind of the epicenter of COVID at the moment. So yeah, you know, it's not not the most fun atmosphere. Everything's still closed from gyms, restaurants. So you know, I've I've pretty much just been in my house. Taking walks around the neighborhood and, you know, looking forward to the occasional grocery shopping trip is my one kind of social experience. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I heard the other day they were
0: saying, um, oh, yeah, and going to the grocery store, that's not super essential. That's not something you should be doing weekly. And I'm like, oh, really? Uh, how can you tell people they can't go be by? How are you going to shame people when they're going to Trader Joe's to buy dinner for themselves? We're, it's all I got. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, then they're like, just send someone like, you know, who's like lower risk in your household. I was like, again, what if you live with one or no people? Like, there's no options here. I don't want to hear like all these like tips and tricks for beating COVID when it's like, you know, when you're on your own, like, there's no way around it. Ugh, there's just there's no there's no answer here. There's no tips and tricks. Let's just wrap this up, please. Ugh, <laughs> that's my rant on that. Uh, a quick one, a baby rant. Let's get into our first story. Chloe, I know you're a Housewives viewer. It's kind of all that we have right now. Um... Let's talk about the Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, I have been screaming about this for months. Everybody knows I have not watched it. It's not because of Kelly Dodd. In fact, like kind of the opposite, and which I'll get into in a minute. But like, it's just like I don't recognize the show anymore. But. I decided I was going to watch the reunions and I said, you know what? I'll watch the reunions. That's going to that's gonna fill in enough blanks for me. There wasn't that much that happened. It was a short season and I didn't realize there was only like one part and then there's a second part and that's it. So it was a great season for me to skip, I think. Um, but I did watch the first part of the reunion. Did you catch it?
1: Yes, I I certainly did. I unfortunately put myself through a lot of torture watching this entire season, and I feel like you were right to just watch The Reunion because the the little clips – clip packages they had was pretty much all all you needed to know about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was a little lost with the new girl, Elizabeth, but then like, you know, because like the first thing they said about Elizabeth was she was like a big liar. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And then um, I I liked that she was, you know, aggressive with Bronwyn. I, I think Bronwyn needs a reality check. And I definitely think that she is addicted to fame. We talked about it last week on the podcast, the paparazzi, the makeup free photos, going to the sex shop on a Sunday afternoon. Now, I, I don't know how often much time you've spent in Orange County, but there is no paparazzi in Orange County. <laughs>
1: uh, no, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine they would drive all the way down there and then suddenly just uh, happen upon a Bronwyn Windenburg. Um, I, I actually loved in one part of the reunion when um, Shannon mentions that I, I guess Bronwyn said, Bronwyn and her husband said to her that one of their favorite things to do is to go out and get recognized. That just came, came off so ugh, creepy. Uh, I guess, yeah, I'm I'm not famous. I don't know what that's like, and I, I can't imagine being in the situation where you just go out of your house and get recognized for kicks, but I don't know. It came out very strange and
0: yeah. creepy. Yeah, I mean, I noticed early on with Bronwyn, like I followed her in the beginning, when before it was even announced she was on because I wanted to see like the Instagram and like how it was going to be building over time. I just wanted to see the social impact. And, you know, she... When the show premiered, she commented back to every single person. I was like, who has time for that? That seemed like an odd thing to me. I mean, especially like just thinking about some of these more seasoned housewives, like they don't even care about social media, some of them. So it was odd that she was so into it. I feel like she's, it's easy to get sucked into. Fame is a drug. That's not, that's Mm -hmm. some people have said that forever. And if she has an addictive personality, it sounds like she's in it deep.
1: Yeah, it it definitely does. That that was something that she mentioned as well that she she isn't just an alcoholic but you know could get addicted to fame or drugs or anything else. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's kind of sad and and it is it is just very confusing to me that someone who has more children than I could ever even count on one well yeah, more <laughs> than you can count on one hand would have the time to even respond to one comment on Instagram um don't yeah,
0: yeah. she even commented back to me when I was saying, I just made a <laughs> remark like, you know, oh, it's kind of a shame that the interviews aren't done, like in the kitchens anymore, the the women's living rooms. And she wrote back a big, long thing. She's like, and actually, I appreciate it. But like, again, who has the time? She was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that would be terrible with all the kids and all the ambient noise. Like, I'm, I'd am so much rather be in a studio. But I don't know, there's something about interviewing the women in their homes that just felt so much more authentic to me as a viewer. But you know, that that is out the window now. Now it is all about just ratings and, you know, how quick we pump out these seasons and make them, like, you know, gift worthy. Um, not the same show that I started with. But speaking of, like Orange County being the show that I started with, the only recognizable character to me is Kelly Dodd. And I actually, I Kelly has her flaws, but I kind of enjoyed her at this reunion. Is that bad to say? I don't even really care.
1: Oh come on! I I guess the "do your pants protect you from a fart" comment—that that that was a bit much. Um, I mean, it's it's unfortunate because Kelly is is truly a horrible person, and I guess it's always this area where you know many of these housewives are truly awful people. But, you know, we're not watching them because they're role models and we're not watching them because we admire them for any reason. And and I think, you know, there's an odd uh, Bravo has a strange way of kind of addressing this or what exactly is a fireable offense to them. And, right. and you know, there, there doesn't seem to be a status quo at Bravo around that at all. So I've always loved Kelly just because I love her 80s slang and just, you know, <laughs> the things she pulls out. Uh, hilarious to me, but yeah, it's, uh, she sucks at the same
0: time. I know, I know. I mean, I liked her going up against Andy. I mean, really, what what does he want from her? Like, that's the thing, like, you know, right or wrong, that's just who she is, and, you know, she did apologize in so many terms, and, like, I mean, that's just, you know, that's it. That's just, there's certain people who are just wired a certain way, and I've had to accept this in my own life with, like, you know, families and politics, so, like, yeah, I don't know what they, what they want from her at this point, but Um, Speaking of people who arguably could be lousy, uh, Vicki Gunvalson, there's an article over on Reality Blurb. Um, She said on a podcast that she feels like the Beverly Hills girls had a very like uh, go away kind of mentality and um, name names. She named Lisa Rinna and she said she would have nothing to say to Erica Jane. And I can totally picture Vicki being this feeling this way about them she feels very looked down upon by the beverly hills ladies i I feel like lisa red is one of like the worst worst people out there like i think the ego just her place in the show she's just out of control so i can see why someone like vicky she she would have no time for her because lisa's too high on her own horse you know
1: yeah i i actually agree with vicky on this as well there definitely seems to be an aura around the Beverly Hills women that, you know, they are on some pedestal above uh, the other, the other casts. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's the way Lisa Rinna acted last season towards Denise Richards was enough for me to, you know, probably put her in my category of least favorite housewives and just, you know, I guess her, her, her dancing on the Instagram or her, trying too hard in every situation and self-producing that's honestly the worst It's just you know I think we all know that when 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 housewives try and self-produce or create storylines it's just never good for for anything and Lisa Lisa Rinna seems to have taken you know the torch from Vanderpump on on that aspect
0: yeah I mean I think you have to have someone that's kind of creatively astute and can kind of see what's happening a little bit like you know, be, not be afraid to kind of nudge the conversation in a certain direction. But she is just like a mean girl, in my opinion. I think she's like a really lousy person. Um, I don't really enjoy her. Mm-hmm. And, and I used to be a big Rinna fan. And, you know, by her own behavior, through her own behavior on the show, I have like been turned off. And I don't care for her. And I don't think any of the Beverly Hills women have a place to insert their ego over anyone else. I think they are on uh, a sinking ship, which arguably. Many people disagree with me, but I think their show is horrible. I think it's creatively dead, and I don't think any of the women really are that important as they believe what they are. I totally so, agree. If
1: you, if you look at someone, and like neither Beth- is
0: Vicky, and neither is Vicky. She's not that important either. But come on.
1: Oh no, no, Vicky isn't. But <laughs> yeah, if you look at someone like Bethany, who you know arguably is probably the most well-known housewife outside of the outside of Housewives, you know she would do some self-producing, but she also just would never hold back around sharing things in her private life and really like going there in terms of, uh, you know, uh, putting herself out there. Whereas, you know, Lisa, uh, and a lot of the housewives on, on Beverly Hills, they kind of want to have this uh, status outside of the Bravo world, but, you know, they're also not really willing, willing to bring, bring the kind of drama and personal, aspects that that someone like bethany did
0: yeah While well, everyone was like applauding and yes queening andy's baby shower with lisa Rinna's behavior mm. jumping up on the table and all that um i denounced all of that on my own i was like this like i wouldn't be spoken to that way she's using all these words you know to get them to dance for him he made your life and all this stuff like I mean, that to me was, like, so gross. And, like, who made her the MC? by the way? Um, you know, talk well, about she's, ego. She's
1: not that good at dancing either. I, I don't <laughs> even get it. Every time I'm like, she are doing the same moves over and over.
0: But, yeah. uh, you know, Vicky would agree with me. Vicky said in this interview, she said, you know, that she felt like um, it was too much and that it was just – she thought it was messed up how she was just kind of taking over the shower. And, um, yeah, I mean, I can agree. I wouldn't want to be spoken to that way. I I don't need Lisa Rinna to be the ringleader. And um, I can get why someone like Vicky, who does walk around with the biggest trip on her shoulder that she created the show, Um, but I can see how (laughs) she would feel slighted by these women who have come after her, and she even made this a point to crediting herself with all of their personal success because she created it. But, like, I can get why, you know, you were, like, the first in the door, and then you're not showing respect. I get that. But, um, you know, it really starts from the top in my opinion, and, like, it doesn't help that she was, like, let go and, like, put at, like, a friend of status and stayed in that status, so um, you know, thinking I don't know what to tell you. It's, you know, it's not the same show, ma'am. It's just not the same show.
1: If you if they brought back Vicky, would you consider watching OC again?
0: Yeah, but I don't see it happening. And I'm wondering, and I'm just splitting this out there, and I shouldn't because this is a total conspiracy theory. But it's Grant's this We're not talking politics. A conspiracy theory that I have is that Shannon and Tamra are still secretly friends, and that they are publicly going to this feud so that it can play out on the show, and it'll be a way for Tamra to get back on the canvas.
1: Ooh, that's a, that's a good theory. Oh God, Tamara. I I don't know if I want to see her back on TV again, but, but yeah, I would definitely bring back a bit of the, the, the original vibe. I I mean, this cast is, 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 has been torture to watch someone like Gina's, you know, she's a lovely girl, but she just really has no place on this show yeah. and Elizabeth felt very promising, but uh, gosh, she's, she's very insecure. And, um, you know, a lot of her storyline was, I feel like they didn't explore it in Paul very much the end of the season. And so it was a little bit confusing at, at the end. Well, what was true? What wasn't true that that didn't feel like it actually got cleared up. Um, But, yeah, maybe uh, my feeling is that the show is maybe going to take a break. I think you mentioned this on your last episode. But um, I think for me, I'm kind of in a sudden place of let the mouse go with OC. (laughs) Yeah,
0: take a break. I think that's a good idea. Um, You know, there's enough Housewives on right now. Like, let them reconvene. I've said this about Beverly Hills for a long time. But, you know, they just got to keep these things going because they've got these deals, these production companies. So
1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love below decks. So I, I don't think you watch that one, but no, that's definitely I, don't. Uh, I mean once you get into it, I think you'll love it, Grant. It's it's a it's a really great show. I, I I think it has something that a lot of the other Bravo shows don't, which is kind of looking at uh the kind of the kind of upstairs downstairs vibe of like, you get both the rich people and the service people who are working for them. And I think it's the most popular show on Bravo. Um, I'm also looking forward to summer house, I guess, which is coming out in a few weeks that I, I, I kind of just jumped on board last year. I mean, with COVID, I just I've been in all I've had is reality shows. So I've I've watched them all and you know, I've kind of expanded now into TLC as well and yeah and the Netflix shows. But you know, I'll take whatever Bravo can whatever bravo gives
0: us well yeah those netflix shows they're definitely stealing the thunder of the bravo audience and like you know the whole bravo angle of lifestyle so you know if they want to stay competitive it's a great big world out there for tv they've got to catch up but i am enjoying salt lake city and i want to get your thoughts and opinions on it as well i had to binge watch three episodes i didn't realize i was so behind but um it was worth it for me i'll give you my takes on who i like and who i don't but what do you make of, of salt lake city so far
1: well, you know, Star Lake City really started out with a bang. It was um, probably, you know, the best premiere episode of a new a new city that I've ever seen. Um, So I think everyone got really, really excited about that because I don't think there were super high expectations for, for SLC. And I think that the casting clearly, I mean, what, what looks like happened was that they had actually filmed with quite a few women and maybe some of them kind of got dropped off on the final edit, but uh, the ones that they landed with are pretty strong. Maybe um, for me, I'm a little less of a Lisa and Meredith fan. Uh, I still, it took me, you know, many weeks to differentiate them. And, and still (laughs) sometimes I'm, I, I have to, you know, is Oh, she's the one with the two kids and she's the one with the, with the tequila brand. But, um, I don't know for me, obviously Mary Cosby is a truly unique housewife. Of course, the fact that she's married to her grandfather, but you know, we've also never had a minister, um, housewife, mm-hmm. let alone a Pentecostal minister of a church that is, uh, you know, sometimes rumored to be more of a cult than a church. And you know, from the first episode and the moment where she started dragging uh, Jen's aunt, the amputee, uh, by saying that, you know, she should have drank more water. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, you know, I've I've been hooked and fascinated with this woman. Now she definitely, you know, she doesn't she isn't a typical housewife and it looks like she doesn't play well with others. Um, And, you know, it might be that the reason why we've seen her a lot less in the past few weeks, but then also, you know, I'm sure you listened to that horrific rant that she did about her stingy parishioners and being unimpressed with how much money they gave her on her birthday, uh, which might also have something to do with it. But I don't know. What, what do you think about Mary and, and, how she's kind of uh, dropped off a little bit off the, s- the screen in the past weeks.
0: Well, I did not know that she ranted against her own like, congregation. Like, that's lousy. Um, yeah, she's losing points right there. To me, Mary's been you know, been a, should have been a friend of. Like, you know, I would have been more intrigued to see more of her lifestyle, but like, she's not participating in any of these events. I was shocked that she didn't go on the Vegas trip. Yeah, I me thought, too. You know, I was like, this is the trip, like, you know, for all... For all you know, intents and purposes, like this is the trip that she should be on. How did she get away with not going? I always thought producers were like, "You gotta have her," and you know it's part of the agreement. But I guess she missed the trip. Maybe there must be another one coming up. I imagine, but like this one seems odd to me that she's not there when the rest of them are there. Mary's an interesting character. I, you know, I, I, I want to see more. They need more of her because she seems part-time. Now, Lisa seems like the biggest fool on the show, and I love the way she speaks. So to me, she's like, instead of, like, disliking her, she's just such a joke to me, and, like, I just love to follow her and see what she's going to do next because she's just so put on. I feel like I know a lot of Lisas. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know... I, I enjoy her when she comes on, because I just know it's going to be nothing but, like, fakery. And um, my favorite, of course, is Heather. I, I think Heather is really the most, like, personable and just, like, realist on there. And, and she's, like, genuinely, like, just so happy to be a part of the franchise as a viewer herself. Like, I, I feel like she's the voice of the audience
1: yeah, she's definitely got that perfect mix of relatability and aspirational lifestyle that definitely likes for everyone I know is she's the most loved of the franchise. Um, for me, she one hundred percent won me over with her flirting techniques at Jen's Sundance party. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see her definitely writing a guide on how to pick up guys because that was that was impressive. Um, and, you know, her divorce storyline and and uh, the fact that she's moving away from the Mormon church, I think is also, very interesting and um yeah she's 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 lovely um but I guess I also have a, a, a soft spot for Whitney I love her voice it's like pure sugar yeah and, it is you know, <laughs> she she's yeah, she, I think she has a lot of layers I think it's interesting you know the storyline that's playing out with her with her father and her family and uh you know I like that she has a stripper pole and, and pulls it out at, at, at any she can. And her, her dance moves at Jen's party, uh, Jen's husband's birthday. Those were, those were fun.
0: My biggest problem with the show was Jen, um, Jen, from what I've learned in therapy, it seems like Jen really needs it. She's addicted to drama, and it's not cute. It's not fun. I feel like she has a lot of problems she has to address. Um, Yeah, I'm totally psychoanalyzing her. Um, I don't enjoy watching her. I wouldn't want to be friends with anyone like that because like there's just so satisfying anyone like her. And I I just don't feel too bad for her. You know, I think she's she's really acting out, and I couldn't be friends with anyone who was so up and down.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jen you know, I think a lot of people have mentioned that Jen seems like she has watched a lot of housewives and really came out the gate, like with this idea of the persona that she wanted to portray on the show. But on the other hand, she has driven a lot of the drama on the show so far, you know? So without her, I don't know if it would be such a kind of dynamic season, but on the other hand, you know, she's uh, her anger issues are, are very apparent and, uh, the way she reacts to things, uh, you know, uh, are very over the top. I think it was interesting this week when you know Heather and her went on on that personal shopping a day, and uh, you know Heather mentioned, well, you know, did Whitney throw the glass or did you throw the glass? And. Mm-hmm. It's true. I guess, you know, Jen is responsible for how she reacts to things. And if she hadn't reacted so uh, extremely during that party, it wouldn't have been such a disaster. But she's definitely she's exhausting um, for the cast. You know, I'm not convinced Mary will come back yeah. um, just based on all of, you know, if you do go check and listen to this audio clip of, uh, of one of her sermons. Um, You know, it's pretty intense and and it seems like she has a lot of kind of uh, stuff going on. So I'm not exactly sure we'll see her back, but definitely want to see Heather and Whitney and Jen and Meredith or not Jen, but Meredith and (laughs) (laughs) Lisa.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. The show did get picked up for a second season. I also think that Mary is not going to play the game. I think there's just a lot of rules involved with being on these shows. I don't see her being bothered to do it I mean it's I can't even imagine she had a good season she's not even appearing in half the scenes so like I can't even imagine why she would want to do it again so yeah I wouldn't blame her for not showing up again uh let's take a look at a few other topics in the second part of this episode including um why Katie Couric is like shunned from being the Jeopardy host. just This whole thing is ridiculous. I'm going to go on a rant about this. And I'm not even a Katie Kirk fan, but I'm just so pissed. And then um, we're going to talk a little bit about this new Free Britney project that is coming out over on FX. I'm very, very happy to see that this is something that's actually going to happen. And then uh, a little look at Larry King and what this means for TV hosts. That and more coming up next.